This is Chrissy from Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Our mission is to provide your pet the latest in veterinary medical care in a compassionate, family-oriented setting. Our staff specializes in caring for your pet from providing preventative care to diagnosing and treating an accident or illness. We are located at 150 Herfringe Boulevard behind the Valero. Check us out at CibeloCreekVetHospital.com or call 830-816-5123. We would love your pet to be a part of our family. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs, where we discover a new perspective by relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, your host. We will talk with people just like you about the lessons they learned from their dogs about God. You can find us at GodInOurDogs.com, hashtag GodInOurDogs on Instagram, and at GodInOurDogs on Facebook. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow. Spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust. Those experiences transform the tie. On God and Our Dogs, we share stories giving us insight to time, training, trust, and transformation with our dogs. Those stories give us aha moments, helping us see ourselves the way God sees us. Those aha moments bring us one step closer to God as we learn to rely on Him the way our dogs rely on us. Well, this is Meg Greer, and you are listening to God and Our Dogs. And as you all know, we're usually at Wheeler's Western Outfitters, but today we are excited to be at the Dinger Trading Company. And the reason why we're here is... We have Raymond Lunsford, businessman and popular owner of the Dinger Trading Company in Bernie, as our guest. So welcome, Raymond. We're so excited to be here and to talk with you. Thank you very much. I'm excited, too. Well, you know, one reason I'm really excited to be at the Dinger is such a nice, cozy place to be. But I'm also excited about learning about your experiences growing up with your country dogs. Um, We always hear about country dogs and city dogs and learn different lessons from them. So I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today. Thank you. So tell us, first of all, um, where did you grow up and what what was the terrain like and what was life like out in the country? Uh, The first seven years of my life, I grew up in a community called Throckmorton up in North Texas, close to Wichita Falls. And we lived out on a ranch about 10 miles out of town. So you didn't really grow up in Throckmorton? No, it was, it was, <laughs> out, on, it was out on a ranch yeah, to, yeah. St- to start with, yes. And it was dirt roads nearly all the way out there. So we were out in the country. And how big was your family? Well, I, I was the firstborn. Uh-huh. And then uh, two years later came a sister, and two years later came another sister, and then... About two more years, a brother, and then two more years, another brother. Yeah, so. big family out in the country. Yes. Yeah, well, was your dad around all the time, or did he have a, another job that he did besides ranching? 
uh, dad uh, majored in agriculture. Uh-huh. And so when he and mom got married, they moved out to this ranch uh, where he practiced his degree. It must have been a real experience to grow out in the country. You probably had really early memories of being outdoors and enjoying it. So tell us about life when you were early, maybe even before five. All I knew was the country life. And uh, we, mom and dad milked cows and made their own bread and garden and things like that. But the first story I can remember about uh, growing up and uh, the dog, the first dog I had was Oakley. Uh-huh. And uh, she was a collie. Okay. And uh, I may have been three or four years old. I can't remember. I can just remember the incident that I went outside and there was a, a big bush and I heard something rattling in that bush. Uh-huh. And so I went over there to see what it was because I wasn't old enough to know about a rattlesnake at that time. But I bent down and looked in that bush and that rattlesnake was curled up. And the next thing I remember is Oakley running at me and knocked me over. And at the same time, she knocked me over. That rattlesnake struck and hit Oakley in the head. Oh, my goodness. So you've got a hero dog in your life at three or four years old. What in the world happened after that? Well, I, I, um, I remember Mom walking out of the front door and... Um, you know what, I think about that, that just had to be God's protection, uh, for, you know, for that dog to knock me over at the same time that rattlesnake struck. And um, that's really all I re- remember. Um, I, I know when a rattlesnake strikes a dog in the head that they usually survive. Mm-hmm. That's been our experiences out on the ranges. So Oakley lived and I lived and here we are. Well, you know, that makes me really think about, it's not easy being a parent, especially when you have five kids. And I grew up in a family with five kids. And I know my parents, I mean, it, they were always taking count. You know, where is everybody? And I can only imagine out on a ranch farm situation like that, your mom inside trying to keep track of everything that was going on with her kids, plus going on in the house. You really have to rely on God, don't you, as a parent to protect your kids sometimes. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, so there was that protection right there. Um, Does it remind you of any favorite scriptures that you have? I know those scriptures now, but there's one that's the the angel of the Lord camps around those who fear him and delivers them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, And mom and dad taught us a lot of things about the Bible and reading the Bible and um Another one is, uh, but thou, Lord, art a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. So uh, I've always felt his presence and his his shield, no matter what I've been doing in life. uh, He is always there for all of us. And what a beautiful picture to have. That dog, that Carly Oakley, was your shield that day, wasn't she? Yes, yes. That's so cool. Well, I know there were more dogs in your family history, and so I'd love to hear a little bit about Rowdy. All right, as um, time went on, this was we moved to Olney, which is 30 miles from Throckmorton, mm-hmm. and moved out on another ranch. And uh, as we were gr- growing up, uh, this was probably when I'm, um, I don't know, a freshman or a sophomore in high school. We had a dog named Rowdy, a German Shepherd, and 
that dog in the morning. We had a two-story house, and all of us kids were upstairs. Mm-hmm. So every morning, and it was about, I'm going to say, 6 o'clock, maybe earlier than that, because we had to catch the bus. Dad would let Rowdy in the house. He's an outside dog, but he'd open that door. Of course, the dog was more frisky in the morning, and he'd say, go wake the kids up. And uh, you could hear that dog running up the stairs. It sounded like a horse running up the stairs. <laughs> and he'd come into my room first because it was the first room on the right. And then he'd go into the other four bedrooms upstairs and wake each of us up. And that was our wake-up call. I'm trying to picture what that was like. Did he, did he nose you? Did he put his paw on you? What did he do to wake you up? He usually just uh, nosed us, uh-huh. and went, but in, went into every room and, yeah. uh, and, and did that and and then went to the next one. Well, I can just imagine on a cold morning having a cold dog nose. That would wake you up pretty quick. <laughs> he would get us up. He got us up. <laughs> well, you know, it makes me think about routine. You know, here you have an outside dog, and he got to come in every day to wake you up, and he did it with such enthusiasm. Oh, well, yes, he had a personality. One time I can remember him going by Mom and Dad's room, and, and they had a king-size bed, and he was laying up there on the bed sound asleep like that's where he's supposed to be, but that wasn't where he's supposed to be. <laughs> Not for an outside dog. No. <laughs> if I were your mom, I think I would have been having fits <laughs> at that time. Could have been a white bedspread or something, a muddy dog on it. You can just see it. Well, you know, the way he approached it with such energy and enthusiasm, and I don't usually put routine in with those words, uh, makes me think a little bit about that. Um, and how we approach life. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So um, I think one of the Psalms talks a lot about learning more about the Lord. It makes me think about that. Do I approach his word and learning more about him with that kind of energy and enthusiasm that Rowdy had? Yes, I think that's a good example. Um, I believe, and my dad taught us this that we read the bible every day mm-hmm. and uh, he always got up in the morning and watched the sun come up and would read his bible and so as children have do the same thing i do that every morning but um, one thing dad did that was very special is uh, towards the end of his life or all through his life he read the bible through for each of us children and marked the favorite things in the bible and then he did the same thing for all the grandchildren and there were 16 grandchildren so he handed each of them a bible that he had read through and marked wow and uh, he only missed the last grandchild that is incredible that's a picture of joy and yes. enthusiasm right there what a role model yes and um during his funeral we each took those Bibles up and laid them down at the casket. And there was a lot of people there. It meant, to a lot, it meant a lot to a lot of people. That's yeah. really something. Well, Raymond, um, let's take a little bit of a break. And I'd love to tell you a little bit and our listeners about our sponsor today, who's Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital cares for my dogs in such a compassionate way. Vets and staff treat khaki and bullet with the best preventative and medical care, dental checkups, food selection, and boarding. Now is the time to schedule your pet's holiday boarding. Don't wait until they're all booked. 
Find them at 150 Herfranch Boulevard, Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital.com or 830-816-5123. That's Cibolo Creek VetHospital.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, Kendall County Abstract, The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a $100 Amazon gift card treat each month. Go to our website, GodandOurDogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's GodandOurDogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. GodandOurDogs.com I'm Santa Coyle, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. This is Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs with Raymond Lunsford here at the Dinger Training Company. We're so excited to be here today with you, Raymond. And you've been telling us some stories about your dogs from your youth, and country dogs, so to speak. And I bet you've got a few more country dogs to tell us about. Um, tell us a little bit about, and I'm using air quotes, your German Shepherd, Gina. Yes, um, when one of the dogs passed away, mom and dad went to Wichita Falls to get us another German Shepherd. And they came back with this puppy, but they... They were told this is a purebred German Shepherd. Well, as as time went on, this dog kept growing up, uh, and her nose kept getting longer and longer. Mm-hmm. And we could see that she was half Greyhound and half German Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> she is still a great dog. Yeah, of course, of course. Just ran maybe a little faster than a German Shepherd. Oh, so much faster. It was, it, she was a lot faster. And she sounded like she was a great companion. What kinds of things did y'all do together? Well, this was, and I'm in high school, and in the summertime, I would go work for a gentleman, and I bailed hay for him. And uh, Gina, I taught her to go everywhere with me in the back of the pickup. But then uh, when we'd get out of the pickup to get on the tractor, I taught her how to, she'd get on the tractor and ride with me, or sometimes she'd ride in the back of the hay baler, but she always, wherever I told her to stay, that's where she would stay. Mm-hmm. Describe, you know, I think I've seen a hay baler, but it's been a long time. Can you describe what it looks like, and where it, where would a dog sit with you on that? Well, on the if she was on the tractor with me, now the tractor pulls the, the hay baler, but if she's on the tractor she had just set up there about where my feet are but if or sometimes I can't remember why but I'd have to put her back in the hay baler when we're going down the highway okay uh, it wouldn't be while while we're baling hay or anything I was wondering about that <laughs> <laughs> it's just going down the highway but wherever I would set her she knew to stay there and not to jump off even while we're going or anything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she sounds like a talented dog what else did you teach her to do oh we had uh fun I She'd ride on the motorcycle with me. I had a little motorcycle, a Suzuki 100, and uh, she'd sit between my legs and put her paws up on the, the steering wheel of the bike, but I could still steer the bike and do everything. She just gently sat there and didn't do a thing until we stopped, and I told her to get down. I, that's amazing that a dog could have that much balance to be able to do that. 
Um, how did you, how do you think she did that? How, how'd that happen? <laughs> I don't know. She's just, uh, she loved being with me and I loved being with her and uh, she trusted the she trusted me, and I trusted her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, riding a motorcycle, you do, with another person, you do have to have a lot of trust there, both the parties involved. I can only imagine with the dog that communication between the two of you had to be pretty good. Yeah, she just she just sat there and didn't do a thing, because if she was, if she'd try to, if she would have tried to jump or do anything, it would have been very dangerous, mm-hmm. but uh, she just sat there. So where do you see God in that? Well, um, that's about uh, trust. Um, she trusted. She just trusted me that I was going to take care of her, mm-hmm. and she wasn't going to get harmed, even around a motorcycle or equipment or in the back of a truck or anything like that. Right. God asks us over and over again, and demonstrates, doesn't he, throughout Scripture, Old Testament and New Testament, how much we can trust Him. Yes, um, one of my favorite scriptures is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So, And if we do that, he'll take care of us. I can see a motorcycle is a great example of that. I've had the opportunity to ride on a motorcycle a number of times with my husband. And at the very beginning, he'd get mad at me because I didn't understand the leaning part yes you know Mm -hmm. and so that was my own understanding you know Mm -hmm. and I wasn't trusting him to know how to to drive the motorcycle the right way and so I I can only imagine um that trust level that she really did have to have that trust with you and she learned pretty quick or you wouldn't have taken her that is true yeah that's true yeah and if you talk about you riding with Jim, uh, I also know on a motorcycle there's two people and they're leaning different ways. It doesn't work very good. Uh, no. It's, it could be called like a wreck. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes. That's so true. Well, one of the stories that you have about your country dogs is really a story that your dad told about the dog that ended up being called Old Man, for old. lack of better Description, right? Old dog. Oh, old Old dog. dog, Old dog. Okay, I had that wrong. And um, that old dog was, dad dad, um, would speak all over the state. He sold, um, he did so well selling insurance, they'd ask him to speak. They said, how can a guy sell that much insurance in a town of 3,000 people? But he did it every year. Uh, But one of the stories, we lived out on the um, farm and ranch, and a lot of people will if you live out in the country and and some people don't want a dog they'll drop it off out on a, out on a dirt road or something so a lot of times these dogs would wander up to the house cuz they're looking for food or something mm-hmm. so one time this dog started wandering up in the house and we didn't need another dog but he wouldn't get a, he wouldn't even get close to the house if dad walked out the door that dog would tuck his tail between his legs and run as quick as he could he was scared of something but something prior to being there so uh, anyway we didn't want a, another dog so one time you start getting a little bit closer and one way you get those dogs away is you shoot at them with the shotgun far enough away that it'll just kind of pepper their behind and uh, so dad walked out the door of that gun but that dog was uh maybe that happened before because he couldn't even dad couldn't even get a shot off yeah him. and uh, so but as time went on now, Mom started putting some food out for old dog, 
and old dog started coming up to the porch and mom told dad to leave him alone and um and and old dog dad described him he was his ears weren't on straight he looked like he'd been run over by a car most of the hair on his body was off when he came up but as more and more time went on mom fed this dog and and would pet him and uh, the dog started changing. Now, when Dad would walk out the door, the dog would still run. But as time went on, he got used to Dad, and Dad tells that story because that dog started looking more like a, a dog. He uh-huh. started growing his hair back. When Dad would leave in the morning, that dog would go, like, have a good day. Wow. And then uh, when he would come back, he was wagging his tail in the same way. He'd see, he'd see Dad and go, and I, I, I'm so glad you're home. <laughs> and um, and so Dad, we told that story, and he said, what changed that dog? And he'd hesitate just like I did, and then he'd say, love changed that dog. Yes. Love changed that dog. That And in the same way God's love changes us, we may be our ears are not right or been run over several times or lots of things happen in life and uh, but God's love can make us right again getting us look good and so we can so we can go be happy (laughs) that's right oh my gosh what a what a powerful story and it makes it even more powerful because it really happened and you could really see that transformation and the difference, the love that your mom showed that dog. Uh, what a difference that made. And what a difference love makes in our life, too. Yes, everybody's life. We all need to be loved, and, and love is the best way. It's, um, it, we all need to be loved. We all need to share love and be loved. Right. And Scripture says God is love. Yes. Yeah. So... What a wonderful story. Um, and what a, what a great way to kind of start talking about what is happening at the Dinger Trading Company during the holiday season, the season of love that it reminds, you know, everybody thinks it's Valentine's Day, but it's really not. It's really Christmas. That's when we really see the most love, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. And we have uh, things going on here. It's an exciting time. Michelle's uh, decorating everything today and getting ready for Christmas and she's such a great decorator and uh so um after Thanksgiving on um, the 4th and the 18th of December Santa Claus will be here from 10 to 4 awesome and so uh he's a great Santa Claus so uh, bring your kids and things like that and um then on um 10th and 11th, December the 10th and 11th, Dennis Blocker is going to be here. Now, Dennis has written a couple of books. He's been on Meg's show, too, uh, about uh, uh, the dogs I've known in two wars. And he uh, did a book signing here a few months ago, and it was uh, such a great blessing. But he's going to be here from 1 to 3 on uh, the 10th and 11th of December for a book signing. But the stories he tells the, about his dogs... Uh, which you can read them in the book, but it's it's great to hear them live from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it'll be a great time. Well, that sounds like a fabulous, fabulous experience, and it's always a great time to be at the Dinger Trading Company. And we're so grateful 
that uh, you allowed us to be here, and we're grateful that you joined us today on the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, there's uh, one other thing. We may be, we're, we're going to try to open for dinner on the weekend throughout December. Oh, cool. Um, it's not definite, but keep that. It'll be some wonderful, great, just kind of a trial dinner mm-hmm. run. Well, we'll watch for that. Okay. Thank you so much for giving us a heads up. You got the inside information here on God and our dogs. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, before we close today, I want to uh, have a little thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Dogs love a job. Jobs range from explosive detection to comfort to waking kids up every morning. They do it with energy, enthusiasm, and sometimes even excitement. I think about all the activities I do every day. Prayer and study, making the bed, washing the dishes, preparing for the show, talking with my grandsons. My thought to ponder is this. Am I approaching each activity with drudgery or with a working dog's enthusiasm? especially in prayer and study time. As the psalm says, with my whole heart, joy and delight. Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. This is Meg Greer. You've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you and thank you so much for joining us. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site or on our website. And if you have a neat story about God and your dog, send an email to stories at godandourdogs.com. Follow us on Instagram at hashtag godandourdogs or on Facebook. Please join me next week on God and Our Dogs for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective, God and Our Dogs. Dogs.com This is Chrissy from Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Our mission is to provide your pet the latest in veterinary medical care in a compassionate, family-oriented setting. Our staff specializes in caring for your pet from providing preventative care to diagnosing and treating an accident or illness. We are located at 150 Herfringe Boulevard behind the Valero. Check us out at CibeloCreekVetHospital.com or call 830-816-5123. We would love your pet to be a part of our family.